So, there's a scene that I want you guys to picture. You're stood there, you're in your gown, and your mortarboard, you've got your degree in your hand, and you're surrounded by your friends and family. This is graduation day. But there's one thing in the back of your mind. What next? Do you know what you want to do with the rest of your life? It's a scary thought, but my name's Oscar Luxon, and I'm here to try and help you with that. This is going to be your guide to your career, and welcome to my future. So hello and welcome back to my future for the board. We'll see you now. It sounds like something that you'd uh, you'd hear on The Apprentice, doesn't it really, or something like that. But um, it's most people's least favourite part of applying for a job, the interview, the big scary moment where you have to go in and talk to all the bosses and everything. So uh, this episode is completely aimed at helping you through that and preparing for it as best you can. I have a great conversation with Kath and Chris about it because they just absolutely love talking about interviews as careers advisors. It's one of the things they have to deal with most. So yeah, this episode is going to be focused on them. So let's jump into it. So guys, what do you think is the best thing you can do to impress at an interview? Some top tips, like... I, I, first of all, I'd say if you get called to interview, 100% congratulate yourself. Say, I'm a winner at life. This is brilliant <laughs> because it's, it just shows you doing things right. So whatever the outcome, be so proud of yourself and just be chuffed that you've got to that position. And if you've got one interview lined up, you will get more, you know? So it, it's fantastic. How to impress an interview. <laughs> There's so many things you could do to not impress. <laughs> talk about. But I think to impress, you really need to show the employee you know who they are mm. and you know what the role's about and you mm. know who you are. So three things when anybody's preparing for an interview. Know who you are and what you've got to offer. So just remind yourself that... You know, they what they saw in your application, what they saw in your CV to call you to interview has given them enough to go on to believe that you're a good candidate. But remember who you are. So go through your CV and pull it apart and remember the things that you've done on your course. You know, the best days you've had on your course. Remember the tricky days that you've had on your work experience or in your part-time job at Tesco's or whatever. So pull yourself apart and remember all these different scenarios you've been through and the skill set that you've got because they're just going to ask you questions about you. So don't be frightened. Don't be scared that it's going to be really difficult. They're going to ask questions about when have you done this or when have you done that? Or they're going to ask strength-based questions. So they're going to ask, what do you enjoy doing? You know, what favorite way of, of organizing yourself or questions that look at your strengths and your talents. So there's nothing to fear with an interview. But when it comes to embracing them, I think what's really important is that when they say, tell us why you, do you want this role, that you understand what the role's about and you mm. understand who they are, what they've got to offer. Um, you understand their values. You understand their attitudes. You might even understand a bit about who their competitors are, who does similar stuff to them. That's what I hear all the time from employers, mm. that they find that candidates come along to an interview and they don't actually know how that company maybe differs from another company mm -hmm. and they don't really have enough to say about why they want that job. Mm -hmm. It sounds really obvious, but your motivation for a role, your motivation mm -hmm. for wanting to work for an organisation is always going to be tested. 
and I think that's how to impress, is to mm. do your research. Definitely. And it's the one thing you can always prepare for, because mm. an opening question in an interview is always going to revolve around some kind of introduction, like tell us about yourself or why have you applied for this job. So it's mm. the one thing you can yeah. go into confidently if you prepare to it as well. And there's nothing worse than being on an interview panel mm. and you say, why do you want to work for us or what do you know about us? And they just go, oh, well, I'd really like to work for this place because it seems good, which <laughs> people do do. And it's just really, it feels awkward then because you kind of suck all the excitement out of the room mm. yeah absolutely I, I think that's the thing in it because it doesn't matter how qualified you are if a company believes that you're just you don't really want to work there and they hire you and they, they they're going to expect you just to leave probably within a few months in there so they don't want to go through the whole hassle of you joining and then not enjoying it and leaving so they want to know that yeah. you enjoy this job and it basically well, it's, it's, it's an yeah. interesting thing i know like cat has done it as well but i've been on quite a few like recruitment panels so like the other side mm. of the table mm. and there's a few things to help people prepare as well that's what we're just talking about is interviews are not like an interrogation mm. or meant to be scary but literally just a chat with someone to find out who they are mm. um outside of their applications but pretty much i don't know if you'll agree cat but everyone goes in pretty much on the same score like essentially you walk in the job's yours and then basically you either kind of talk yourself into it or you talk yourself out of it by maybe not saying something mm. or saying the wrong thing. Mm. So it's just kind of having that mindset, really. Yeah, definitely. I think I've always just seen interviews as a chat, really, because like, I've always like thought to myself, like, you're kind of almost interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you in yeah. a way, isn't it, really? Because like that bit at the end, it's kind of cliche, but you know when they say ask any questions, mm. isn't it? it is so important, I think, because like you can find out a lot from them because you're actually sat in front of perhaps yeah. a department manager or a director or something and you can actually work out from them whether this is a job you want exactly. or not. Exactly, and yeah. the reality is that a lot of students are going to be going to multiple interviews. You know, you, you know, and a common dilemma that we hear about as careers coaches is what should I do? You know, I've been given an offer but I've got another mm. interview coming up and that's quite a difficult mm. decision for some students is how to manage that. But, you know, employers are very aware that... You, you're going to be going for several interviews. So when you are given that chance to ask questions, mm. then you're right, Oscar, you are interviewing them at that point. Mm. You are finding out, well, what will the conditions be like here? You know, what, how is hybrid working, for example? Mm. And does that sound like something I want? Or what sort of training will I be given? And um, what development opportunities are there going to be for me? Because you're genuinely trying to work out if I get more than one offer, which one shall I take? Mm. You know, and that's mm. that's the positivity you need to go into with an interview as well, is to believe that you may well be offered this job. So you need to work out, are these people I want to work for? Mm. Is this a place that I think is going to be good for me? I mm. think that's not just in the questions at the end either. That is throughout the entire process, kind of like what's the rapport you're building with those people? I've had interviews when I first graduated where it was a job I was quite interested in, but mm. just the general kind of like demeanour or the way it was being like delivered, there was something like off about it. And sometimes you have to trust your instinct on that as well. Be like, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? And just because at the end of the day you're offered a job, it doesn't mean you have to take it, does it? If you have second thoughts about it afterwards, because that is what it is. It's an offer. It's not mm. a like a, a compulsory sort of, it's not like conscription. You've not just been like, just because oh. they've offered you the job doesn't mean you have to take I, I, it. Is it like... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You haven't yeah. just been press ganged into a company. Like. But And so that that's why they are extremely important from, from that aspect, isn't it? Yeah. So we have kind of gone over, to be fair, by saying the things, some of the things you should do, kind of some of the things you shouldn't do. But um, before we move on, like, is there any really big things you think oh. you definitely should not do? Oh, I love like just um, big interview mistakes and stuff like that. So just first one, Castle already covered is like just not preparing for it. It's exactly like an exam. You wouldn't just mm. walk in at the end of like three years in the uni and try and like, ace 
a final mm. exam. Mm. Um, you need to put some effort into it. And that really does show from the panel point of view that people mm. who know what they're talking about can talk around stuff. Mm. Uh, number two would be kind of like not dressing for it as well. I think that's mm. quite tricky as well, especially with like online interviews, which I know we're going to talk about mm. later on, but not showing... Respect seems like the wrong kind of word, but just kind of like dressing appropriately for the situation. Mm. Yeah. And then number three would definitely be kind of letting nerves affect it, which mm. is something yeah. that can really like get inside your head mm. and probably like yeah. something I'm most passionate about. Yeah, because sometimes you don't notice what you're maybe doing physically mm. when you mm. are nervous, you know. So um, what I find quite often, you know, I mean, I do a lot of mock interviews, you know, and I love um, giving the students the opportunity to practice mm. um, and, you know, we'll we'll sort of do a scenario where, you know, we try and be quite official and we'll say, right, let's practice this interview. But a lot of the times students won't notice or realise that they are spinning around in their chairs when they're doing online interviews, for example. (laughs) Uh, But I know it's just like nerves, you know, and you're just Mm. sort of, you're trying to be comfortable, but you're constantly swaying about. Mm. Or, you know, to fiddle with your hair or to Mm. be, um, you know, clicking your hands or your mm. neck or whatever like you just did Chris you, you, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> sometimes there are just things that you're physically doing which could be annoying so yeah I think that's something that to think about is to watch yourself back or mm. to talk to people or to practice things because it can make a huge difference and the thing with video interviews like you said there online is huge part of the recruitment process mm. now is lots of people are having their interviews online and you really do need to think about the visuals of how you're coming across, have you dressed appropriately, because it's easy to think, oh, it doesn't mm. really matter because I'm online, but it does matter. You want to show you've made an effort, and there's, a, like you say, a little bit of respect that mm. this person is making an effort for me. I need to show that I you know, can dress appropriately. But also mm. things like the background, the lighting, the sound, these are all things just to test out because... There's enough to consider without the technicalities mm. sort of being an issue mm. on the day. So, yeah, practice is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, we've got a platform called Shortlist Me, and I know other universities will have similar sort of platforms where you can try a video interview, especially these recorded interviews, Chris, you know, where a question comes up on the screen. You're not actually responding to somebody. This is a big part of video yeah. interviews now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely, especially stuff like the first rounds of most graduate schemes have mm. an element of it. You're given so much, so long for an interview, mm. um, so fill that time and use it, so don't feel like you have to rush through your answers. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. And I think this is the great thing about practising, you know, whether that's videoing yourself, uh, you know, using some sort of platform, watching it back, or even, you know, practising with a friend or, uh, you know, somebody from the careers team, mm. is that you can see how to fill the space and Mm. get used to the rhythm of an answer and talking about the rhythm of an answer you know a lot of employers will use competency questions in an interview and we talk about star and lots of employers are really helpful as well you know they will say to a a candidate we are going to ask you strength-based questions or we're going to ask you competency questions or maybe a mix but it's important that students understand the differences and they think about how will I structure it? So mm. if it is a competency question, STAR is situation, task, action, result. And then we add another R and R <laughs> and we add reflection as well. So basically what you're doing is, is you're structuring your story, your example in a way that really sets the scene. So sometimes we call it CAR, context, action, result. But it's important that you practice your responses using that structure. 
So right. you sort of set the scene, you talk about exactly what you'd been asked to do, you put the context behind it. So I'll say to students, you know, if it's a busy shift, you'll say, it was Christmas, you know, it was snowing, two members of staff couldn't come in. I remember mm. it was a really difficult time. Mm. You just set the scene, you let that employer know, and then the bulk of the answer is going to be on your approach, your action you, you've taken. But then there's always this result at the end, and it might be positive or it might actually not be fantastic. Mm. You know, things do go wrong in life. You don't always have the most incredible examples at an interview. But what employers tell us all the time is they love reflective people. They love people who say, I learned from that experience that I could have done it better. So mm. they add something. Or actually, I realize <clears throat> I've got a real strength for something. Um, and, you know, there's a little bit of reflection in there. So star is, is really important. Mm. What about strength-based questions, um, Chris? With strengths ones, they can feel almost conversational. So the trick mm. is to remember, this is not a chat with one of your friends, it's still an interview, so they still need to be sort of on a level professional. Yeah. Um, particularly because strengths ones will be like, you know, how would your friends describe you, which I always think is a bit of a trapdoor <laughs> answer sometimes. So you still need to be thinking when they're asking about your, kind of like, what are your strengths, what do you enjoy doing? Yeah. You're still talking about what they're looking for in the job description and using your experience to tie in with what that employer is looking for. I think that's the key is mm. the job description, Chris. I think that, you know, the best thing you can do, I think, when you're prepping for an interview is the week before. I know sometimes you might have several coming up in a week, so, you know, you might have to be a bit organised. But have some post-its and put them around your mirror or have them, you know, on a whiteboard or somewhere where you're going to see quite regularly. Mm. Just those key words that they've said an ideal candidate will be creative, a problem solver, will think outside the box, will have a growth mindset, will um, work collaboratively. Whatever they, the employer is looking for, have those words. And then when you're thinking about your interview responses, just think, what do they want from a candidate? Mm. What are they hoping? Always be truthful. You know, don't pretend you're super creative if actually mm. you've never had a creative idea in your life but as far as you can while being honest and genuine think about well these are what they want to hear about so mm. I need to remember examples I need to think about times in my own strengths that I have shown those qualities mm. and skills so yeah being sort of having that job description fresh in your mind I think is the best way to prepare yeah. for any job that's, that's really interesting because that would just that all comes into honesty as well doesn't mm. it it's like they're looking I suppose these questions as well targeted to look at how much of an honest person you are because like you say if you just turn around and you say well like i'm just yeah. fundamentally the person of this job in every single way they're probably going to start thinking you're a bit dishonest so maybe they don't really want to work yeah. with you and so you, interestingly honesty and integrity and examples of when you have shown your interest in diversity and inclusion these are tough questions mm. that are now lots of especially for grad schemes you know where they're looking for future leaders of, a, of an organization there are some organizations that are really keen to hear what diversity means to you. So if mm. I could give students some advice on interview prep, I'd say really look at the values and attitudes of a company. And, and if you see that that's something that they'd highlight, then go into the interview prepared for an example of when you have shown your ability to, to question people, mm. maybe sometimes if they're not showing the best behaviors. Mm. Um, 
This is quite a tough interview question. Mm. I mean, you know, Excellent. don't be scared. Right. If you're one of my students, I'm, I, it's going to be all right. We're going to practice these things. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing to say as well. Like we've mentioned once twice is um, here at Cardiff, we provide mock interviews and a lot of university departments mm. will be doing the same as well. Um, and so if you need practice, you can practice with those as much as you want. And those are the best things to trip up on. Like in those sessions and get things wrong, you learn from them ready for the actual thing so i think we just before we finish um so time is flying by the last thing we'd like to look at is and in trying to keep it in a positive way is if you do if if the if the interview doesn't go very well it's not the end of the world but how do you deal with it like type thing past that like what's the best way well first of all i would say it, you know if you can expect anything to happen in the recruitment you know in the world of recruitment when you're applying for graduate jobs it is that you're going to have rejection mm. okay so it's it's going to happen so just be ready for it because it's it's you know it, there are lots of people applying for jobs and you are going to whether it's at any stage of the recruitment process you're going to be rejected so you're going to have to bounce with it. You're going to have to think that's absolutely fine. You just have to think there's probably some things I could learn from this. You know, when you come out of an interview, I know it's easy to say, but I would really, really encourage you to, as soon as you can, get out a little notebook, get, go onto your notes on your phone and just write down those questions you were asked because I can guarantee it. Those questions are going to come up again. Um, employers do not throw huge curveballs out there uh, very often. A lot of the questions will be similar. Yeah, what's your top tips for rejection, Chris? What I was going to say, about dealing with rejection, yeah. I think, like, practical approach to it. One, it's only human to kind of feel like it's a bit personal. So yeah. allow yourself mm. to be miserable and grumpy mm. for possibly 24 hours afterwards. Mm. Um, and then kind of start thinking objectively. So getting some feedback from the employer. And it's essentially... You know, every time you do an interview, you're kind of practicing that skill. So you might send out like, say, 50 applications and maybe get like 20 interviews back. And realistically, you're probably going to get offered maybe like less than 10 of those roles. So it is a bit of a numbers game. So you get more practice at doing the other elements of the recruitment process, I would say. So it's just a case of getting out of it, getting more interviews. Definitely ask for feedback and don't just kind of ask for it and park it, but actually build on that feedback and seek out ways to propel it. So there we go then. That's Kath and Chris's top tips for interviews. Basically, a lot of it is like what we talked about in first week, it's mindset. Don't be afraid of it. It's just a chat. You're psyching them up as much as they're psyching you out. Prepare for the interview. Think of some of the questions they might ask. And if it doesn't go well, it's not the end of the world. Just make sure you learn from it. Remember what you didn't do so great and then make sure that that doesn't happen the next time and you will improve. So next week, we're going to be moving on to once you've done your interview, you've now got the job. First six months of working in a new role, whether it's placement, actual job, whatever it is, research, who knows, it can be scary. So we're gonna look at the best ways to settle into a new job and the best advice based on really making the most out of the experience of your new work. So please join us next week for congratulations, you've got the job. I've been Oscar. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.